This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Not only is eBay bringing you this podcast, we're giving you your very own 4th of July coupon for an additional 20% off already reduced select items on our site. That means really big savings on everything you need to make your living space the ultimate summer staycation. Get a backyard barbecue for family grill fests, super style and patio furniture, board games that are far from boring, and portable speakers to get your dance party started. Grab your 4th of July coupon for an additional 20% off at ebay.com now through July 6th. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to talk about fake it till you make it. We've got some insights into portion control, how to, we've got a, a resource if you want to figure out how many calories you're burning, and we've got some updates on some gadgets in terms of the body media. We've got an interview from New York City about what's the difference between a body media and a body bug, and we've got an update to the Strive. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. It's thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. And welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dude or a dudette like you trying to drop some pounds. And I am down a few pounds from the last time I spoke to you. Of course, the last time I spoke to you, I was at my heaviest ever. So thank God I'm down. Give me a break. But um, have a lot going on on the show today. Want to give you a quick tip, though. In fact, I actually recorded a an episode earlier. And I can't remember if I released it or not. I recorded one where I was walking around at night. Did I actually release that? Because I just remember I couldn't read anything. I had all these notes. and it Because right now, it's easily 87 degrees out here in Ohio, if, if not uh, close to 90. Very, very hot. So walking around right now, especially me. In fact, I'm actually probably going to get checked, hopefully this week. I, I, there's a, a chance I might have something funky going on with my skin on my face uh, that to me uh, makes me think it might be skin cancer. I don't know. I'm very, very fair complected. My middle name, if you ever wonder, if you look up Dave Jackson, if you look up Dave Burn and Peel Jackson, that's actually my middle name. It uh, you'll, you'll find me. And uh, so I'm getting a little worried because I've just got some, some funkiness. I don't mind funkiness, funkiness on my face. Eh, you know, it's kind of the, the only thing I got uh, going for me at this point. And, um, uh, so, uh, uh, what got me on that? So anyway, so I can't be walking out in the sun all the time. Um, I did invest in a hat, uh, but, uh, and right now it's just too stinking hot. Now I realize you might go, but Dave, that's an excuse. Now I found the, the alternative and that is wait till the sun goes down 
It's beautiful out. It's typically not as windy for whatever reason. And uh, it's just a great time to walk. And, um, you know, so you, you know, push yourself away from that dinner plate. Go walk for 30 minutes, half hour, an hour. It's a great way to uh, just start a relaxing evening. And you're like, relaxing by walking? Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but it's it's true. So that's my tip. In the summer, I know it's hot. There are other places like that are air-conditioned, like, oh, I don't know, the gym and uh, malls, place like that you can walk around. But uh, if it is too hot, because I have relatives that live in Texas, and if you didn't do it by 11 o'clock in the morning, you're not doing it. It's just too hot. And uh, so don't forget that uh, the sun does go down, and there are there's plenty of time from when the time the sun goes down to the time you go to bed, you can actually still get active. Next up, if you have been listening to the podcast, you know, I've been reading a book, Overcoming Overeating by Elisa Monroe, and I'm on to uh, chapter seven, and it's all about filling your heart. We talked about how um, we kind of end up in this cycle of you you have emotional pain, you try to chase it away with food. So really, food isn't the problem, it's a symptom. And that food makes us feel guilty, and eventually that guilt can lead to self-loathing, which we then try to get rid of the self-loathing with food. And so now she's talking about filling your heart, and she says, we got to think about taking care of ourselves for two reasons. The first one is um, people take care of things. People value things, she says. There are two reasons why people value things. One is they generally, um, you know, they own it themselves, and and they, they understand um, that you are caring for something that has been borrowed from somebody else who places immense value on it. So that's why, you know, you, you take care of something, somebody, it belongs to somebody else and they value it. And, uh, the first one being that, that you value it. So in, in order to fulfill that first motive of, of you value it, you, you basically, you basically have to love yourself and, that also means you have to like yourself and it's hard to love yourself and like yourself if you're doing things that make you feel guilty. And, um, so that's part of the problem. Why that first thing, that's why we don't take care of ourselves. Cause in some cases we don't like ourselves. And, um, the interesting thing is feelings follow actions. So even if you do not feel love for yourself, if you begin to act like you love yourself, um, psychology tells us that you will indeed begin to feel love for yourself. In other words, fake it until you make it. And uh, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I had a high school teacher. I actually, which is weird now because I talk in front of groups on a regular basis. But when I was in 16, I quit my job as a paper boy and got a job in a grocery store. And I basically got fired because I was too shy. I was very, very shy, painfully shy. And so the teacher that uh, got me the job, 
I was this work program of distributive education, which basically meant I just heard I got out of school early and I got a job. And I'm like, sign me up. And uh, he said, here's the deal, Dave. He goes, if you act the way you want to be, someday you will be the way you act. Let's do that one more time. If you act the way you want to be, someday you'll be the way you act. So if you like, look, I, I'm, I'm not a thin person. I'm not a person that likes exercise. Okay, let's pretend you do. Because I was in Pennsylvania this week, and uh, while I was watching the NBA Finals, being from Cleveland, rooting for Oklahoma, and, uh, you know, every time a commercial came on, I would run. I, I would go up to like six miles an hour, which is a run for me. And, um, you know, because I pushed myself, I lost a lot of weight in Pennsylvania. And I've got to, now, did I enjoy that? Kind of. But if somebody says, hey, let's go push ourselves, I'm like, eh. Kind of tired, kind of like the feel of the couch right now, you know. And so that sometimes you're like, okay, I, I'm not into exercise, but I'm going to pretend like I am. Because I do know this. I I have never exercised and at the end of it said, okay, I feel worse. I hate myself for, for exercising. I've never had that. Never, ever, ever had that. I've had times when I've said, I wish I would have pushed myself a little harder because maybe I was reading a book on the treadmill, something like that. But I've never said, yeah, that was a waste of time. And I have found that when I do, you know, if I, if I bust out the gym boss, that little interval timer, or if you're using something on your phone to do interval training, don't start that when you're first starting out. But where you, in my case, I, I did this last night, was out um, walking around and decided to jog one block and then walk a block, then jog a block, then walk a block. And anytime I do something like that where I'm actually pushing myself just a little bit, it always seems to end with good results on the scale. So so you have to either like yourself, do it because you, you want to preserve you. And some people think, look, I'm just not worth preserving. And then the other one she said is you want to take care of it because other people value it. Now, in this book, Lisa is throwing the, the Christian slant, which works fine for me. I grew up in a church, and she quotes the line from 1 Corinthians that says, uh, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Okay, now you might, that works fine, but what if you are not a person that is into God? Maybe you think it's a giant fairy tale. And maybe you think Christians are full of crap. Uh, my favorite line, and I can say this because I am one, uh, I don't have a problem with Jesus. It's all the Christians that drive me nuts. And uh, I, I totally get that point sometimes. So let's look at your children. Let's look at your parents. Let's look at your brothers and sisters. These are people that put value on you. Let's look at your neighbor. Because sometimes you go, Dave, you don't know my family. Okay, let's look at your neighbor's. Let's look at the people you work with, maybe. Somebody puts value on you. And if you can't find somebody, I do. And I want you to be healthy. I I want to be healthy. I, I know that if we continue on the road we're going, I'm, I'm not leading to happiness. I just watched um, Ralphie May on Netflix, who was a guy who was on Celebrity Fit Club. And he's he's not a healthy guy. And he's funny. He's saying some really almost political kind of stuff. And I'm like, this guy needs to stay healthy. 
and I feel bad. I want to help him. But they say people who care about themselves take care of themselves. You know, and taking care of yourself means it's time to get moving. You know, if you know it's good for you, there's no rule that says you have to like it. You just have to do it. And the benefits of exercise are felt throughout your body, even your brain, where feel-good chemicals are released as a result. Like I said, I've never felt bad ever exercising. I might wake up the next day and be a little sore, my knees a little hurt, things like that. But I've never was like, you know. Now, so some other ways you can do to kind of beef yourself up mentally, dress for success. You, you tend to feel better about yourself when you dress up. So keep that in mind. And um, I, I kind of get this point. They say, because I know there are days on Saturdays, Fridays, if I'm on vacation, where I just let myself go. I don't shave. And you look in the mirror and you kind of go, wow, look at the bum in the mirror. And that doesn't motivate you to, there's a person in the mirror that I want to save. So by pursuing looking your best, you know, when you do that out of love for yourself, because being well-groomed can lead to feeling good about yourself, which also then leads itself to thinking great thoughts about who you are and what you can accomplish. So again, by dressing for success, it might boost your thoughts about yourself, make you think better about yourself, which will give you confidence, which will motivate you to get up and and move. There's, um, again, with her, her Christian slant here, she says, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And what she's saying here is that there are other things. We're using food. Again, let, let's take this out of the, the Christianity slant, if that's not your cup of tea. What they're saying is, again, food is a symptom of you're trying to fill a hole, potentially, that you have. And so try to find some friends. You know, Sometimes we have people in our family, our friends, that are just cruel I don't know, there's eight bazillion gazillion people on the planet. There, there ought to be some other people that you can get to. Because really isolating yourself from life-giving relationships, does that really sound healthy to you? Isolation? Because we've heard over and over where when you have supportive people behind you, it's better for you. You know, so try to find a friend. You know, someone who's going to stick closer than a brother or sister. Because I don't know about you guys, uh, brothers and sisters don't always stick so close, right? Um, and and by having a person that you can count on, you know, they can give you counsel and they can help keep you in line. And she makes a point here. Let me go back to that. If you are given wise counsel and fail to follow through with it and your life spirals further down, don't go back just to dump on that counselor with no intention of taking the advice. That's the key here. We, we've said this before, that knowledge is only powerful when you act on it. And I think one of the first steps we've said is taking a look at yourself and you have to, without 
beating yourself up, look at yourself and go, you know what? I made some mistakes and I've been making mistakes for a long time. And I'm going to come up with some things to, to remedy this. It's going to take a while to get back into better shape, but I have to realize that I made a mistake. I've made a few. I've got some habits that need to go because some people can't do that. Some people can't admit they made a mistake because then they think they're a horrible person. No, you just made a mistake. But if you don't admit you made a mistake, then you're not going to fix the mistake because to you it's not a mistake. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So it really does help if you can get some support. And that's where you might want to join, you know, Weight Watchers or or Overeaters Anonymous, something like that. Or, or, you know, look for affordable counseling in your area. Maybe you just need to talk to somebody. She says, if you're trying to go it alone in weight loss, um, she says, please don't. Alone equals failure time and time again. Set yourself up for victory. Find someone you can be accountable to. You'd be glad you did. And that's where one of the things I like about uh, Lose It is you can have it send reports of what you ate to somebody else. That, and, and that, that again, makes you want to lie and say, okay, I'm not going to put in the ice cream because this is going to Joan. Well, okay, you didn't put the calories into the calorie tracking software, and you can find that at loseit.com. But you're not fooling anybody. That, that, those calories may not show up on the computer, but they're going to show up someplace else. Right. So the other thing that we have to realize is we have to be able to identify. So if we can get some support, that's good. But then we have to be able to identify our triggers. And she says, here's my analogy. She says, become an expert recognizer uh, of your feelings. Be able to quickly recognize and name your emotion. They used to have that name, that tune. That was actually where Kathy Lee Gifford got her start. Remember that? People would go, oh, I can name that song in four notes, and they'd play it. And these people were incredible how they could identify these songs, right? You need to be able to identify your emotion and go, okay, I'm getting frustrated. Okay, I'm getting tired. I'm getting cranky. I am stressed out. I am whatever it is that's making you want to make yourself feel better with food. She says this tactic is much like the military's Patriot Missile Defense System, which uses radar to locate, identify, and destroy the incoming missile before it reaches the target. So if you can identify, okay, I'm getting frustrated. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going into a situation that I'm going to be uncomfortable in. If you can identify that before you go in there, then you can say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to choose a different response here. So she has a list of responses here. If the emotion is resentment, Maybe your response should be submit to authority. If your emotion is guilt, confess it. If you have hurt feelings, if you have bitterness, maybe you should look into forgiveness. If you're stressed out, then you need to maybe accept the things that you cannot control. And many times that is people. You know, what can you, a lot of times the only thing you can control is your reaction. You know? You can't control the fact that time won't stop. You can't control the fact that it's not the weather you wanted. You can't control that so-and-so has more seniority than you do. You can't control that the kids messed up and forgot. You can't, but what you can do is work on your response. 
Your response is your responsibility. So if you're feeling angry, you know, maybe look into willingly give up your rights. Just, hey, you know what? What's the worst can happen? Go ahead. If you're feeling fear, you know, then trust in whatever you believe in. If that's God, if it's your security system, if it's karma, whatever it is, um, you know, there is a different response besides being fearful. If you're worried, again, her slant, have faith in God and uh, regarding your future. Uh, realize worry doesn't help anything. You you rarely work back, look back and go, whoa, I'm so glad I lost all that sleep over this. Whew, man, did that help. So by doing these, we can hopefully calm our trigger figure, right? We can help identify that we can get some support and we need to care for ourselves. We need to respect ourselves. We need to control ourselves um, and just realize that those little things that we're letting slip by are ripples. They have ripples that expand out and they cause damage. And there are, are people that are counting on you, people that want you to be around, you know, and they're going to thank you for it. And not only that, but you could be a hero to somebody. You could be an example of, wow, I want to lose weight like Uncle Dave. I want to lose weight like, you know, Aunt Joni or whoever. And they might come to you and say, hey, you did it. I, I'm so proud of you. How did you do it? I want to do it. That's cool. Motivating people to do the right thing, looking at upon being looked up to. I don't know anybody that, that, oh, please don't look up to me. Unless you're Charles Barkley. I am not a hero. That's terrible, right? So those are some things. I'm still reading the book. We're on to chapter eight, uh, which is uh, you are what you think, which is very true. Many times, again, we're getting into that self-loathing area. And uh, it's amazing if you actually listen to yourself. Try to step back and listen to the things, how you put yourself down during the week. It is Amazing, but uh, we'll be talking about that uh, in a future episode. Next up, we do have some challenges going on. And what's interesting, if you um, go over to dietbet.com, I mean, there's no rule that says you have to join one of ours. If you want to do one of your own with your family, something like that. It's um, it's basically a biggest loser competition. And it's you, you can put in money in our case. And then what the deal is, you have to lose 4% of your body weight in uh, basically four weeks, 28 days. And they send you these emails and um, it lets me know how many pounds I have less to lose, which in my case is four and a half. I am at currently at 48% of my goal. Um, Cindy is at 85%. Um, Mama Mandy is at 20%. And then we have a bunch of people. This is just first a week that uh, I don't think have weighed in yet. That'll probably happen uh, tomorrow. But uh, they do have an interesting thing. We're talking about controlling yourself. And learning portion control. And they say, if you're daring, and I'm not sure this is a good idea, try this mind control exercise. Eat just one pretzel or just one potato chip or half of a cookie. She says, choose your challenge. But remember, you cannot continue eating. The idea is to train yourself to be a Zen master of self-control and keep your hands and mouth from conspiring against you. 
What do you think of that? That's going to be the poll. Is this a good idea? Because on one hand, if you do it right, you are practicing doing the right thing. But what happens if you just dive into the bag? You're opening up the door. You know, as long as you go, okay, I made a mistake and, and maybe try something else. But um, that's interesting. But one of the things they talk about, they give you these little newsletters, is a, a good way to control what you're eating is to pay attention to the ingredients and the serving sizes. Start reading those labels. You'll be amazed that you look at it and go, wait, this can of Coke is two servings? No way. And so that means that the calories that are listed need to be doubled because when you drink a can, it's two. The other thing that's really interesting, if you're eating out, many restaurants serve steaks of 12 ounces or more. I know I was at um, Longhorn Steakhouse, and one of their steaks was 11 ounces. And I'm like, you do know that's four ounces five ounces shy of a pound. And you go, okay, well, what's a regular serving size? Three, three ounces. And so, you know, like the small cut of a Flo's filet is seven ounce. That's over double the size of a steak you should be getting. It's about the size of a deck of cards. And so when you get a 12 ounce steak, that's four servings. And at about 200 calories per serving, you know, steak for four isn't the best way to go unless, of course, you're you know pregnant with uh, triplets or whatever. So think about that. And um, I know I've heard of people that when they got to eat, they just cut their meal in half and ask. ask yeah, they uh, they ask for a box when the fee- when the food arrives. And uh, one of the things they point out here with portion control is there is a things like you can buy a food scale. That's something that I always found, especially with chicken, eating chicken at home, that you are eating a lot more than three ounces per serving. They have a uh, portion control plate. It's a little pricey in my book. It's uh, 22 bucks. And uh, you have a little part of the plate for your protein. You have a little spot there for your carbs. And then you have a spot at the top for fruits and veggies. Now, fruits and veggies take up half the plate. And then the... uh, your protein takes up a quarter of the plate and your whole grain is uh, what takes up the other quarter. But um, it's $22 for a plate. Let me make sure I'm on the website here. You get one plate. Yeah. For 22 bucks. I I say go out to Amazon, look at the plate and just do it mentally in your head. (laughs) That's a little pricey. Uh, The other thing, obviously measuring cups, you know, get those out when it says, you know, one teaspoon of this. Figure out just how much a teaspoon is. You're going to be really surprised with that. And then um, the other thing is get a a scale, some sort of digital scale. Again, that's that's what I've uh, been playing with. And those go from anywhere. You can get one at Walmart for 10 bucks uh, all the way up to, you know, here's the one they recommend is $50. Uh, it's a little steep in my book. But uh, depending on what you're doing, it's definitely a way to help you if you're entering your calories, you know, it does no good to say, okay, I had one serving if you're really having four.
Speaking of our challenges, our other one is over at fitclick.com. I want to give a shout out to Dorothea. Uh, is in first place. She's lost in one week 3% of her body weight. Freak Free Loader is uh, also 2.8%. Uh, Rob is at 1.6. Dave at 1.2. I'm at fifth place with 1.1. And uh, then it goes down. It's interesting seeing how many people signed up and then they just fell off the plan. That's kind of why I like diet bet because you put money up and it, it makes you, I think, a little more motivated to uh, to keep going. But um, that's an interesting site. Fit Click. It's kind of busy, but they have um, some interesting articles on there. They have a lot of tools. That, I think a lot of it is just to sell their iPhone app. But um, – Another key here they're talking about, we're talking about the key of knowing what you put in your body. I'm going to move my mic here if this makes a noise. You also need to know how much you're actually um, burning. And uh, there's an article here by the FitClick team. It says you're walking, running, biking, and hitting the gym, but how does the work impact your overall weight loss plan? It says we know in order to get the scale to drop, we need to burn more calories than we consume. We've talked about all that a lot on this podcast. To determine the number of calories your body uses per day, utilize – they have a calorie calculator there. And from there, the recipe for weight loss is simple. Follow a healthy diet plan for your calorie intake and uh, regular exercise to burn even more calories, boosting your results and taking your body to the next level. It says search for your favorite energy-expending activities. Enter your body weight, exercise duration, and let the calories burn calculator do the rest you'll no longer leave the gym wondering how many calories did i burn she says uh, regular cardio exercise gets the calorie burning job done but how do popular exercises stack up against each other for a 150 pound person running 45 minutes outdoors depletes about 408 calories i'm gonna say holy cow 45 minutes running cardio exercises with longer duration and lower intensity burn an ample amount of calories and fat says, lace up a pair of running shoes, hit the pavement, and you'll see noticeable real results in no time. The same person performing for 45 minutes spends about 357 calories swimming, 306 calories walking. So the difference between running, let's see, walking is 306 calories and running is 408. So you're burning an extra 100 calories running. It says, um... 357 calories of rowing. Additionally, short duration, high intensity cardio exercises score big numbers. For our exerciser, a 15 minute max sprint would uh, work out, could yield 306 calories burned. It says, while challenging your muscles to build tone, strength training burns calories too. Our exerciser burns about 127 calories with 15 minutes of overhead dumbbell lunges. Search for strength exercises by category and primary muscle group to see how many calories are burned. To build a high, highly efficient weight loss program, incorporate a variety of cardio and strength training exercises into your workout routine. The more calories you burn with regular exercises, the more you subtract from your calories eaten and daily calorie intake to increase your overall rate of weekly weight loss. It says choose activities you enjoy, get out, and start burning. So, it does. They have some tools there over at FitClick to uh, help you with that. And uh, realize, I would just say, don't go buy the uh, the exercise machine that you're using. That's always a little off. I do like the ones that let you put in your age and weight. That seems to be a little more accurate. 
But I uh, also want to point out something here. How are we doing on time? Speaking of, uh, yeah, let's do this now. Speaking of calories burned, I used to have a, a, a body bug. And uh, they have a new one out, of course, at uh, Body Bug. That's a B-O-D-Y-B-U-G-G. BodyBugSP.com is the new one that actually has the uh, the ability to sync with the Body Bug via Bluetooth. And so you can put in your calories right there on your phone and see how many calories you've burned throughout the day. It's very, very cool. And I was at the New Media Expo. Back then, it was called Blog World in New York. And lo and behold, there was somebody from Body Media. And so I've always wondered, it seemed to me that Body Media makes the hardware for a body bug. So I found the representative and I asked them this question. All right, I am here with... Gwen, um, Gwen from Body Media. Gwen from Body Media. She's going to answer the lovely question. We've all been wondering, what the heck is the difference between Body Media and Body Bug? So Body Media is the manufacturer and innovator of the technology behind the body bug. So we basically manufacture the device um, and it's branded body bug. Body bug does currently manage their own software platform, so yes. their mobile apps and software. The primary difference though is that device is not currently giving you the sleep information. Ah. So Body Media, in addition, both products capture calorie burn, mm-hmm. steps, moderate and vigorous activity, and then you log your food in the software either online or in the mobile app. Right. What what body media does in addition is also captures your sleep so it's sort of the third pillar of weight loss and it's kind of calories Absolutely. you know activity food and sleep because when you're tired you don't care what you eat exactly <laughs> it also can uh, you know not only does it affect your next day functionality that maybe you're not going to be as active if you're tired right. but it also affects your hormone levels which increase, you know, you can be tired that affects your hormones that make you feel more hungry. Right. So you overcompensate by eating and usually foods that are is not that cortisol as good or is that the other one? Um, it's ghrelin and ghrelin, leptin. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Leptin and ghrelin. Yeah. yeah, so very interesting phenomenon that it impacts you in a few different ways. So how important sleep truly is to weight loss. Awesome. Okay. And what is, now do you have like a phone app? We do. We have a mobile app that we have a couple products on the market, different types of connection. So there's a Bluetooth-enabled device that can sync directly with your smartphone. You see all your data in real time. You log your food right there and everything. We also have one that is just a USB connection to the computer. You can still use the mobile app to log your food and see your most recent sync to the computer, but it doesn't transmit via Bluetooth. And with Bluetooth, you can still as well use the computer software because, of course, there's just much more space and room to do more complex reporting and such in the online software, but you can just use it just with the app alone. And then what's the monthly fee to use the website? So it's three months free and then six ninety five a month after. So even if Beautiful. you have Bluetooth, you still have to have the subscription to the server, to the service. Do you have, like, do you have here, like, or do you just have screenshots of the software? Because um, I always, like, I used a body bug, and I always thought their software was kind of clunky. So we have the there's screenshots here. I can't get online very well with oh, the internet here. Well, yeah. I could show you online, yeah, it's not but your fault. there's some screenshots here that you can see what this is exactly how the software works. What we're showing in the screenshots up here. Very cool. Awesome. Well, so, thank you very much. Yeah, so if you're looking and you're like, mm, I'm not sure which one I should get, realize they're almost both the same thing. From what I've seen, I've never had a body media. I believe their software is a little less clunky. It seems. I remember when I was using my body bug, their actual, it wasn't horrible. It just, it was kind of the difference between a Mac and a PC. You know how Mac just takes the extra time to make things look cool. It just seemed like the body bug software 
was functional, but just kind of clunky where the body media stuff looks a little cooler, a little better flow to the software. And again, you get the same great uh, hardware that's that's measuring all your calories, measuring your sweat. It's a very, very accurate way for it. Since we're talking about measuring your calories burned, uh, that is a uh, a great tool. So if you're interested in that, just go to uh, logicalloss.com forward slash body media, and uh, you can actually pick those up. And uh, they're pretty cool. It's the same thing as a body bug, basically, only better. And speaking of gadgets, I want to let you know, it's kind of weird that uh, I've been talking about the Strive. I love my Strive. I use that and a Fitbit because I'm a gadget junkie. And I like this drive because you don't really need a computer, but you kind of do. Because here's what happened. I hadn't plugged mine into a computer in a long time. And um, there is a, um, like right now, I just turned mine on. It says sync today to earn a prize. Well, I'm all about that. I, I will do that as soon as we get done. But I, I synced my strive, and you can go to logicalloss.com forward slash strive. It's S T R I. IV, and they have a new feature, which is really, really cool. And what it does now is I can actually race somebody else that has a Strive. You can actually, via Bluetooth, it somehow senses that you have somebody, and you can actually both get together, and it keeps track of who's in the lead and things like that. That's really, really cool. I like that idea. But what if you don't have somebody, because I don't know anybody else that has a Strive right now. They actually have virtual people. One's a little pig that you can race, and the other one was like, a, I think a gas pump or something like that was burning engines. I forget what the deal was. But it's interesting, and, and then your races can be you know, so many steps to see who takes 250 steps first. And then one was stairs, which is interesting. And uh, so I like this. Again, it's, they're making it a little more social now because it used to be this great motivational tool that, that keeps track of your steps and how many calories and how many stairs. And it rewards you all the time. It's actually a built-in game. So if you want to give this to your kids, there's actually a video game that you earn points by being active, which is kind of cool. And uh, now it's got this whole social aspect. So if you do have two people in the family with a Strive, you can actually um, race each other and have challenges together. Very, very cool stuff. And the, the, the head scratcher, because I've always said that's nice that you have this system and you don't really need a computer. Unlike a, a Fitbit, the Fitbit, you, you, it wirelessly synchronizes with your computer, which is why I love it. And uh, you can find that at logicalloss.com forward slash Fitbit. Love my Fitbit. And... Uh, but this, the whole thing was you didn't need a computer, but I got this new feature by syncing my Strive. I plug it in and it said, hey, we've got an update for you. And usually why I do that, I do it maybe, I don't know, once or twice a month, is while I'm walking, I'm earning points that somehow end up giving people in Africa water. I'm not sure how that works, but I feel good because I'm walking and I'm helping some thirsty person get some water. So... If you've uh, been thinking about a Strive or if you know somebody that has a Strive, go in, update your software, just plug it in. It'll do it for you into a computer. And I guess that's my whole thing. What if you don't have a computer? I guess find a friend who does and plug it in. It only takes a second and uh, it'll update that. And uh, it's very, very cool. So 
That is going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. And uh, if you plan on doing any kind of shopping at uh, Amazon.com, please visit, go to shop.logicalloss.com. That'll take you right to our Amazon area where you can uh, pick a lot of the stuff that we've handpicked or you can click right on the link and go to Amazon. And if you're not looking for fitness stuff, and we do get a small portion of that, or just go out to logicalloss.com forward slash support. Uh, if you'd like to email me again, it's dave at logicalloss.com. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228, or just use the voicemail button out at the website, uh, or leave a comment out at our blog. And I uh, want to thank you so much. want to leave you with my favorite Jillian Michaels quote, and that is, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to. I guess I'll have